your business will evolve. It will always evolve. You're not married to one person, to serving one person for the rest of your lifetime in business. If someone came to me and wanted to know, you know, how do I get clarity on my soulmate client? I would say to them, Welcome, gorgeous, to Wildly Empowered Women. I am very excited to bring this two-part episode to you, especially if you are someone that has your own business, any sort of entrepreneurial hustle in your life. These two things that I'm going to talk on in this episode and the next are quite possibly the most important foundations for your business. Before I get into them, these are actually two of the biggest things that I see people get hung up on or need clarity on before they really get into action. They're sort of the two things that people overthink a little bit too much and I'm here to give you a lot of clarity on them. Those two things are your target audience, so your sole client, which we'll talk about on this episode. And the second one is your vision or your core offer statement. I've often called it your power statement. And that's like, how do you describe in one sentence what it is that you offer and what it is that you deliver for that ideal client? Many of you know my background is public relations. So I had many years of doing this for very big multinational brands. You know, they all need to know and have a lot of clarity on the audience or who a product is for or who a service is for. And they also need to know what the proposition statement is or their core offer statement. I also did a lot of coaching with, and I've coached people from all different walks of life, different network marketing companies, people that are coaches themselves, people that have businesses offering different products in e-commerce. And these are the two things that I always started with as the foundations before we got into any marketing strategies. Because if you don't have these down pat, if you don't know who you're talking to and what it is that you offer, you don't have clarity on what it is that you actually do. So if you can't articulate that and if you can't explain that, then how would you expect your ideal client to find you? In this episode, I want to give you a bit of a framework for really nailing and having clarity on who your ideal client is and also at the same time give you a bit of a I guess a warm loving hug to say it's okay if you don't have that nailed and specific and here's why your business will evolve it will always evolve you're not married to one person to serving one person for the rest of your lifetime in business in fact you should expect it to evolve So when I first started my business five years ago in high ticket affiliate marketing, I was really speaking to myself before the business, right? I'd found a solution to all my pain points and all like the issue that I was trying to move away from. And so that's what I spoke to. And my advice, and please, please take this, like I really truly believe this is key here after, as I said, coaching and mentoring so many different people from different businesses, all walks of life. This rule for me is is my absolute truth. If you haven't made a significant amount of sales and had a significant amount of success in your business yet, then you are actually speaking to the person that you were when you found the solution that you offer. I'm going to repeat that. You're speaking to the person that you were 
when you found the solution that you're offering. You don't get to choose this cookie cutter other person because your content and your story and your marketing will not land with them. I'll give you an example. Before I started my business, I was a struggling network marketer. I was hustling. I was doing so many things in my business and actually making quite a lot of sales, but earning not much money. And I also was a working Like I was in the workforce, I was in a professional services job and wanting to have more freedom, wanting to have time freedom, more money, work for myself, not work for someone else's business. So they're the pain points that I spoke to and that was my target audience. My target audience was someone that was around my age, wanting to move away from working for someone else, wanting to have more time freedom, wanting to have more money, potentially a mum as well. Um, I had a one-year-old at the time and someone that had dabbled in something, right? Network marketing, affiliate marketing, online business. Like I really wanted to talk to someone that already had tried something, preferably network marketing because that is what I had tried. So that's what I spoke to. It worked quite well because my my story is going to land with that type of person, right? Doesn't mean that they need to tick every box. It could be a network marketer who's not a mum and who doesn't come from the corporate world. Or it could have been someone that came from a professional job but hadn't done network marketing. So it doesn't mean that they need to tick every box. But I truly believe you don't go out and just choose your audience. Your audience is the person who has the problem that the product is supposed to solve and that you found the product or the service, if it's your business, you found it to solve that problem. Where it can evolve is down the track. Once you've made quite a lot of sales and you've had quite a lot of success in your business, at that point, maybe you're speaking to a different person because you're not you're speaking to your previous self that was like a year ago, right? So like I'm five years on. I have well and truly moved on from the message and person that I was first um, reaching when I first started my business. And you should expect to evolve because you're human. You're not a tree. You're not supposed to stay in the same place. Your business isn't either. You should expect that it will evolve, but just be okay with and be empowered by who you're helping when you start because you get to help the person that you understand the most. So for me now, five years down the track, it's a different person. It's someone that has a lot more experience, growth-minded, savvy and entrepreneurial, already has a good relationship with money, already is quite big thinking with their goals. I didn't start there though. So when I first started, I was in a bit of lack and scarcity from just overworking myself, being in hustle mode, working and doing network marketing for five years and like really not making any progress in that five years and being really frustrated by it, right? So I could really empathize with someone else in that situation who wasn't really getting the results that they wanted to get. And now it's evolved. So just remember that there will be two, possibly more, you know, like you're always not just two different types of audiences. It will keep evolving as you make more sales and you can see the type of people people that you're attracting, the type of customers or clients that you're attracting into your business, you will be able to look at that as a set of data. If you haven't made a lot of sales yet, and I'm talking like at least 30, if not 50 sales, like to different customers, you don't have data to go off, right? You can't be like, oh, well, from all of the people that I have sold to, this is the one common factor. Good marketing is always going to be based on numbers and data and and like actual evidence. Just keep that in mind before we go through this little activity. So that is my first point around your soulmate client or your soulmate business partner. 
What I would love to show you is actually the questions that I take people through. If someone was came to me and wanted to know, you know, how do I get clarity on my soulmate client? I would say to them, firstly, yes, you need to because it's your foundation. Secondly, where are you at with your sales? Like, is this who you were before you started the business or is this who you were a year ago or who you've got in your business that you could focus these questions on? So if you're newish, then as I say these questions, think about who you were before you started offering what you offer. If you're not that new in the business game and you're pretty established, then I would say pick your favorite client. Like pick your absolute soul client that has worked with you, that's already worked with you or already is working with you and have that person in mind. So it's either you, previous version of you, or this ideal person that you're already working with or already have had as a client. And you have to have an actual person there that you can visualize. Like you actually can't do this activity with just some random fake person as the person that we're talking to with these questions, it works way better when you can anchor this into a person. So let's start with some key questions, understanding who you were before the business or who this ideal client is. What is their gender? What is their age range? And where do they currently live? We're getting deep here on demographic because you are speaking to one person and one person only. I feel like there's a lot of people that in their content, they try and people please and appeal to everyone. And in doing so, you appeal to no one. So is it that you're speaking to a female aged 30 to 40 who lives in a metropolitan area? right? Or even lives in the Northern beaches of Sydney. Think about who it is that you're speaking to. Are they single, married, divorced, long-term de facto, complicated? I have a lot of amazing single women on my team who are single mums. And I'm like, your message is going to be the permission slip for other single mums. Don't try and talk to someone that is married and has a, or like has a partner because your struggles and what you will like not only empathize with, but also be a, be the most powerful messenger to is another single parent. Like you will really understand each other and and, the, and each other's lives and each other's pains and each other's visions. Do they have children? If so, how many? What are they doing for work, etc. Think about the demographics of this person. Before we go on, I want to ask you a super powerful question. What would it mean to you to make decisions based on your soul rather than your bank balance? Freedom to me means having true autonomy and choice in your life to live based off your values and soul's desires rather than what you can purely afford for you and your family or what your job requires of you. This is why I've been empowering women for the past almost five years to earn more with pleasure, earning your true worth without the insane hustle and with actually having choice in your life. It is so much more about how you earn rather than what you earn. If you'd like to learn more about how I mentor women to earn a time-leveraged income online, selling conscious health-based products and learning the skills of personal branding and attraction marketing, both very sexy skills to have, then click on the link in the show notes or DM me the word info on Instagram so we can have a proper chat. I love having one-on-one convos with you savvy queens and showing you how this kind of income and our community can help you truly live wildly empowered. Big love, back to the episode. Then think about the life. So I'm going to name eight areas of life to keep in mind. Career, health, romance, friends and family, physical environment, personal growth, fun and recreation, and money. What are their values? 
if you looked at these areas, maybe their values are really, really high in family, health, and career, right? I would say they would have been my three when I first started. Values are the things that are the most important to us. In fact, the easiest way, if you don't even know what your own values are, I would say go and look at your bank balance and your calendar because usually our biggest values are the things that we spend the most time and the most money on and we prioritize our time and money around these so thinking back to when you started your journey in your business what was the problem that you were facing when you first started to look for a solution so was it that you hated your job was it that you had no purpose was it that you were living month to month was it that you had health issues was it that you were struggling in an online business if you're a coach was it that you were never spending time with your kids like have a think about what was the main problem that you were facing that you were trying to move away from remember back to then what was the situation you were living through right what was actually keeping you awake at night So again, my own example, I was literally almost in tears every day being like, I'm putting in so much effort to my network marketing business. I'm a smart girl. Like I feel like I should be able to nail this and I feel like I'm getting nowhere. And every year I'm earning the same, earning the same, earning the same, staying at the same rank and nothing's really moving. And I was really, really frustrated. And that's, that was my, that was the main thing keeping me awake at night. And also the looming date of my maternity leave coming to an end after 12 months and having to towel between my legs, go and get a job because I had quit my job thinking that I would be able to replace my income in that time and I had it. As you're writing these down, just write the questions down. You can always go and journal on them. Each, The answer to each of these questions is a really, really powerful story that you could tell in your content that would really speak so powerfully to your target market. How did you feel and what behaviors were you acting out because of this problem? What words would you have used to describe the situation? Then reflecting again, what were your biggest fears or hesitations when you found the solution? I always find it is a fabulous thing to be really transparent and actually talk about You know, you found this solution to your problem, but what actually held you back? Was there fears? Because you're going to get objections to your offer. You may as well create content that's really thorough and transparent that actually speaks to the objections that you had because they're likely going to be the objections that your ideal client will have as well. What did you complain about the most with your friends or family or partner? Like, what were you really complaining about? Then also, again, like this activity is great for your ideal client, but also so good for your content. Who did you follow on social media? On Instagram, who did you follow? Did you follow mummy bloggers? Did you follow celebrities? Did you follow, I don't know, like maternity brands? What brands and people were you following on social media? Maybe you weren't on Instagram, you're on Facebook. This is going to make sense, especially if you're in online business. If you weren't on Instagram, don't build a business on Instagram. If you were purely on Facebook and you followed lots of people on Facebook and you're really active on Facebook, it makes sense to use Facebook, right? That's your playground. A lot of people try and find the ideal client or like, you know, try to make this big brand on a platform that they don't even use themselves or they don't like themselves. And so it ends up not being a long-term strategy because they're not going to be consistent with it. So think about your own social media usage 
before you found the solution that you now have? For me, I've always been on Instagram. I love Instagram. It is like if I had no other social media platform but Instagram, I'd probably be fine. I'd be happy. Before I started my business, I followed marketing coaches, network marketing coaches, network marketing people, lots of mummy bloggers, like mum influencers, personal development sort of authors and speakers and people like that. So I know that my type of person would likely be following those people. And so it's easy for me to go to the following of like, say, Gabrielle Bernstein or Brené Brown or a, a mummy influencer and be like, it's most likely that those other type of people that I would want following me and that I would connect. There's a few questions on who the person is and what the struggle or pain point will be currently. Then think about the results that you desired when you were first looking for the offer that you now have. So where did you want to be 12 months from when you first started? What was the actual solution that you wanted? Who did you really want to become? And at the time, how much were you willing to invest to get that outcome? So to give you an example that is not the online business that I coach, I currently have Invisalign and I've had them for years. And the problem that I was facing or that I had was crooked teeth. (laughs) And in 12 months down the track, I wanted to have straight teeth. That was my desired outcome. Who I wanted to be like was someone with straight teeth <laughs> that had a nice smile, that wasn't self-conscious of a massively crooked tooth, um, you know, in the top of their mouth. That's, you know, who I wanted to be like. And at the time, I was willing to invest whatever it was going to cost, you know, to get the desired outcome because I had lived my life the whole time, you know, when I was a teenager and, and young adult, did not have the money to get braces. And I finally, like as a reward to myself, I was doing quite good in business, decided I'm going to, this is going to be my reward is paying for my teeth to get straightened. So can you see how you can always place yourself in the person's position prior to them finding the solution and work out what it was that they wanted? This is why it's so important to know who you're speaking to. Okay, so moving on. What was the cost of staying exactly where they are and nothing changing? So like what is the actual cost if nothing changes and life does not improve on that problem? So again, using my example of the business, the cost would have been even more frustration, not getting ahead financially, having to go back to work indefinitely for years and years and years as a mum, potentially not having more kids because it was just such a big financial and physical thing for us to have kids. Like there were so many costs associated with me staying in the same place. So think about what were the challenges? What would life have looked like if you stayed in the same place? Because it's likely that you are your target market right now. So I would recommend writing the answers down to these questions. Go back, listen, pause if you need to on these questions, and then you will have a really good idea of who your soulmate client is. So for example, it might be 25 to 35 year old metro living single working female who desires more income to buy a house and the challenge might be lives paycheck to paycheck. So see how from all of those answers, you can generally get a one-liner, a one-liner that close enough to sums up who your soulmate client is. The reason why this is important is again, as I mentioned at the beginning, you need to have that person front and center and visualize them 
when you write your content, when you do any marketing basically for your business because that is who you're speaking to. And if you try to people please or, you know, speak to the masses or be too broad and vague, you end up speaking to no one. And that is just not going to be, it's just not going to work in your business. Before we wrap up this episode, I want to ask you a question. Do you remember how you discovered this podcast? Was it a friend's suggestion or an Instagram story, maybe a post? Somehow you found it and I'm hoping you're getting a lot of value from it. I need your help now to pay it forward so that other women can feel seen, heard, nourished and more than anything empowered from these conversations too. Big love, back to the episode. So I hope that has helped on your soulmate client. Um, Please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. I can just send through a quick voice note back or something if any of that didn't make sense. But I I know for certain, like I used to literally go through this in a five-page document with my clients. This is where the clarity comes from, from really getting to know who you're speaking to before you even get to writing your bio or getting clever with your marketing or anything like that. So don't overcomplicate it. Generally speaking, it's just you. It's who you were before you found the solution that you now offer and allow it to evolve. Allow yourself to just not get too hung up on this and overthink it because it will evolve over time. You're not married to it. You get to change it as you evolve and as you grow as a person as well. But as a starting point, this is a really good place to start. I hope that helped. Big love and next episode we will go through how to actually articulate what your offer is in one sentence and what it is that you do to help your ideal client.